0: Hi, everyone. Dan Cassidy here. Welcome back to Top of the Morning on the UBS Conversations podcast channel. Our conversation today will focus on tax loss harvesting, including considerations when it comes to sustainability. Joining me for the conversation, glad to welcome back Justin Waring, Investment Strategist Americas, as well as Amantia Muhadini, Sustainable and Impact Investing Strategist Americas, both from the UBS Chief Investment Office. Justin Amantia, thank you for joining us. Great to be with you as always. Looking forward to the conversation.
1: Good morning. Thanks for having us. Good morning.
0: So diving right into it, I know we will be referencing a recent report from the Chief Investment Office. That is tax-loss harvesting, three reasons, three tips, and three strategies to help improve after-tax returns. A lot to get into. So to level set a bit, Justin, can you simply speak to what exactly is tax-loss harvesting?
1: Absolutely, Dan, and thanks again for having us. Um, obviously, many investors know that when you're investing in a taxable account, which is to say outside of your retirement accounts, and you buy a security that you then sell at a higher price than your purchase price, it generates a capital gain. By contrast, when you sell a security at a lower price than you purchased it at, that generates a capital loss. At the end of every tax year, you owe taxes, based on the net capital gains or the gains minus the losses that you lock in or realize in that given tax year. So tax-loss harvesting is really a strategy that helps us to manage this net capital gains tax realization. Um, And and it really works by realizing capital losses as often as possible and replacing any securities that we sell with a similar investment. And tax-loss harvesting has three main benefits. The first thing is that it helps you to lower your taxes this year. Because capital losses offset capital gains, and, and on top of that, every year you can use up to $3,000 of your net capital losses to offset ordinary income taxes as well. And ordinary income taxes are a higher tax rate than capital gains, so that actually could make the loss harvesting even more valuable. The second way that taxless harvesting can help is that it, it can reduce the tax drag on your portfolio. So every dollar that you keep invested Instead of giving to the IRS, we'll continue to provide growth in your account for your future spending needs. And if you assume, for example, a 5% return, every $100 in taxes you pay today will cost you $432 of retirement spending in 30 years. So this can really add up over time. And then the third way that tax harvesting can help is that it might actually allow you to avoid paying capital gains taxes altogether. So, for example, if you're able to avoid realizing capital gains for the rest of your life, your heirs might get a step-up in cost basis at your death. Or if you use appreciated securities for gifts and other charitable contributions, you may be able to entirely avoid paying double gains taxes on a big part of your portfolio if you make taxes harvesting a part of your tax you know, management of your portfolio over the course of your life.
0: Justin, thank you very much for that refresher. Very helpful as a starting point, point. and I do want to take a moment maybe to tie sustainability into this context, which of course is very important when it comes to portfolio construction, and important consideration. Amantia, why is now a good time to make one's portfolio more sustainable?
2: Well, thank you, Dan. Um, so, we know that investors globally continue to be interested in adding sustainable investments to their allocations. Um, In fact, uh, even very recently in our um, second quarter 2022 investor sentiment survey from the UBS team, um, 61% of global investors responded that in in the type of advice that they're looking from a financial advisor, they also are interested in in learning about how they can do exactly that, how they can add sustainability exposures to their allocations. Um, The reason why uh, this continues to be a question and, and one of the common um, kind of questions and conversations that we often have with investors is how to approach embedded capital gains that they may have in their portfolios, which may challenge them from transitioning existing investor portfolios to SI. Now In this current market, um, what we also know is that um, some sustainable investing strategies have been challenged in terms of performance. Um, In in particular, those that have had high exposure to growth companies or those types of SI strategies that have been underweight the traditional energy sector. So these short-term challenges um, have have been an interesting uh, kind of uh, conversation opener for some investors because the flip side of it is that some we've seen some re-rating around um, strategies around names that are commonly owned in, in in these types of exposures. So that's one point. The second point here is that you know if one of the, the issues that investors have is that they have embedded capital gains, well the strategy that Justin just outlined can provide this opening uh, for those who are looking to have um longer-term kind of process of legging in into a more sustainable portfolio, they can use this strategy and look for those opportunities where there's um, kind of more reasonable valuations um, and, and start to diversify both in the fixed income as well as in the equity side of their portfolio towards a SI to help advance some of their sustainability-related goals in addition to their longer-term investment goals.
0: Thank you, Amatia. So with that in mind, the question becomes, well, what strategies should one be considering? at this time. Justin, what are your thoughts there?
1: So I think our our main recommendation for taxless harvesting is, you know, there's really two aspects that you need to bear in mind in order to do taxless harvesting as efficiently as possible. The first thing is you need a strategy that can look for taxless harvesting opportunities, both big and small, throughout the year, regardless of what markets are doing. Because if you're in a globally diversified portfolio, there's there's often going to be dozens of different loss harvesting opportunities that appear throughout the year. They might be small. They might be, you know, within, you know, tax slots for a given security, um, but they can happen even when markets aren't volatile. Uh, and, and the other aspect is that you need to find a good replacement investment whenever you whenever you harvest a capital loss. So one of our main recommendations is to implement a tax management overlay strategy that um, systematizes this process and makes it um, scalable across uh, all of your accounts. Um, and the other thing to, to mention is that in order to really benefit from your capital loss, uh, but also stay invested in line with your de- intended investment strategy, you need to find a replacement security that, that doesn't meet the IRS's definition of what they call substantially similar. So you can't just sell one S&P 500 ETF and immediately You know, buy a different S&P 500 ETF issued by a different company without triggering what the IRS calls a wash sale, which disallows the capital loss. So when you, uh, when you implement a professional tax management overlay strategy, it helps you to implement tax loss harvesting while, while also keeping your portfolio aligned with the investment strategy that you need to meet your goals and align with your values while, you know, maintaining, you know, um, while, while avoiding any of the pitfalls, uh, that the IRS has set up around uh, substantially similar investments. And so at the end of the day, you know, having a professional tax management overlay strategy might make it a lot easier for you to capture all of the value of tax loss harvesting. And it also can help you to, as, as Amantia mentioned, you know, incorporate a transition towards more sustainable investment strategies as well.
2: Building on a little bit further on, on Justin's point last, just now, as well as on what I said earlier, um, I would add that capital gains taxes are one reason why investors that we speak to sometimes hold on to securities that they're not happy with. And also, it's one reason why investors can't always fully transition their portfolio to the version that they would best prefer. And that includes aligning to those sustainability objectives that they may have by including sustainable or thematic approaches. Now, for investors that are looking to make this transition, tax harvesting is really an opportunity to sell those investments that haven't been working and replace them with, with more sustainability-aligned or sustainability-focused ones. I'd say that uh, another way of thinking about this conversation is also that loss harvesting opportunities um, are an opportunity to raise cash so that you can use to fund it longer-term thematic investment allocations. Um, for example, here, you could consider uh, raising this cash and allocating it to uh, one of the new themes that we just launched on the circular economy, uh, which is an opportunity that we have identified for the longer term, um, given um, the trends of hyper-consumption, given accelerating global trade, and given a uh, change in consumer preferences. Now what's interesting about this theme and how it ties to this discussion on tactile harvesting is that we see investment opportunities related to three topics here. We see opportunities around waste management and collection, plastics, and as well as the resale uh, as a service now interestingly these three ideas that i mentioned are very different from what what the usual investor may be positioned in already and so in allocating towards some of these longer term themes investors may have the ability to also make sure that they're not uh, flagging for the irs Wash sale rule that Justin just discussed by ensuring that they're moving into not only capturing longer term ideas and opportunities, but also repositioning in meaningfully differentiated opportunities.
0: Thank you very much for the guidance. There is a lot here for our listeners, especially our clients, to consider. We do encourage, of course, our clients to have a follow up conversation with their UBS financial advisor to learn more about these portfolio construction considerations and strategies. Strategies. UBS, is a firm, does not provide tax advice, though there is a lot here that you can talk about with your UBS financial advisor. Again, I will point you to the report, which Justin and Amantia have been referencing, available now up on UBS.com forward slash CIO. Tax lost harvesting, three reasons, three tips, and three strategies to help improve after-tax returns. Uh, Justin Amantia, thank you again for dropping by Top of the Morning today. Great conversation as always. Looking forward to having you both back.
1: Thank you so much, Dan.
0: Neither UBS Financial Services Inc. nor any of its employees provide tax or legal advice. You should consult with your personal tax or legal advisor regarding your personal circumstances.
3: UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only.